This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Tara from Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm a curvy, fun, body positive coach and personal trainer. I love business and fitness. Do you have the tools you need to be a rock star in fitness, a healthy love of yourself, and help from me? And sifting through health news will do that. I've got fitness topics and guests. Rock stars aren't born, they're bred in experience and fire. Let's do this together. Hi there, and welcome to Plus Fitness with Tara. Today, I've got an interesting topic, and I've been thinking about it a lot, how to go about doing this, but I wanted to talk about stress over this holiday season. Hello, Christmas 2020. And if you can imagine me using air quotes when I say this, but they, air quotes, aren't kidding about how this Christmas will be different. Here in Nova Scotia, groups are limited to five people. There's a business shutdown for some industries and restrictions in place for people in general for mask wearing and you know, no more dining in and, you know, a lot of things that we started to get used to before the second wave have been shut down. So our second wave started and it looks like we've almost got it tied turned as an almost under control, but we still have to be quite vigilant because we can, we can never, we can never know what the next day will bring based on the information we're given by our government. But the first vaccines start this week for high risk and frontline essential workers like nurses and doctors which is really good. The public is estimated to get the vaccine in Nova Scotia by the summer of 2021 based on the federal government's rollout plan. It's a complicated plan to roll out as this vaccine we have right now has to be stored under specific conditions. However, as with the most recent events from the US election onwards, there is hope. We have hope. It's here. We can embrace a changed holiday season with the hope that 2021 will be a better year. We may still need masks and some regulations on activities that involve us all because the spread of COVID-19 is still in play and we may have some vaccines to help us out, even out our odds. And honestly, they haven't been great odds with respect to how contagious this disease is, this virus. I can't even look at the U.S. numbers of people who have passed from COVID-19 and everyone who has gone through a loss from it. I, I think of them each day that I hear the news of our active and inactive cases. But so what do we do now? What do we do? What does this mean for the holidays? Well, as a coach with a few clients, I'm asking you to dig deep. And here's one exercise on how to do that. One exercise that will be helpful is to create a gratitude jar for each person in your household. Label each jar with a word that means something loving to you. Then sit down this Christmas as the food cooks and load up that jar. The jar should be loaded up with scraps of paper that you've written on, even sticky notes of things you have now, things you are grateful for now, things you didn't know you needed this year and now you do, things you did to compromise your schedule this year, whether you work at home or in an office, you know, things still change greatly no matter what you did this year for work. What about that though was good. Take your time, but hone in on the positive items. Remember the laughter, remember the care. Remember the stories of how others care that we saw on TV and radio, how others survived the Spanish flu and now centurions, our elders, shared their stories to provide hope to us with the pandemic. Some of them had lost entire villages to the Spanish flu, but managed to survive on their own. Look at stories. Look at how others acted to make sure that those that needed shelter, food, and safety still had it. Remember the small acts you did to make sure you kept your family housed and safe. And if you're hearing this from a place of great loss, If you lost your family member or husband or wife, sister, brother, child, 
if you entered a divorce this year, if you're forced to sell your home and make do, if you had to change cities to survive the economy, whatever the loss is, I want you to remember the small glimmers of hope that are in your story. We may be out of control of these things that happen to us and stresses in our mind and in our body and our spirit, but I encourage you to dig deep. Out of every loss is a memory of better times and the hope of future better times. A small story of someone being kind to you, an action you took to remember who you are and why you are strong. Being vulnerable is strength. Finding compassion for yourself in these times is strength. Letting tears flow instead of bottling it all up inside is strength. Remembering your loved ones and knowing that your ancestors survived turbulent times as well and that they are with you now is also strength. Adapting to massive change, especially this year, is hard on our bodies, but going through this trial by fire will help you find your strength. My small story amid all the stories that I've heard through this year is that I was able to start accepting small group fitness classes this year, and I was going to help my friend Caitlin Bevera with her business. I managed to find ways to help Caitlin Bevera out still, but when all the restrictions came in the quarantine, I did not hold any in-person classes or start up my own business. I was going to hold a retreat in Prince Edward Island at the Crowbush Rod Resort and Golf Club, and it stopped. When everything stopped, I was forced to stop as well. And then I took the time to reevaluate what my priorities were. And I found it. I wanted to finish my MBA this year. They had extended some of her classes at the Australian Institute for Business so that everyone could finish with all their setbacks and challenges that their classmates faced. But we all managed to graduate in a virtual ceremony in early November, and my degree is now framed on my wall next to my other degrees and my deceased dad's degrees. It's something I am hugely proud of, something I've been looking forward to since 1999 when I went through a personal trial myself. I'm now working on positioning myself for online movement classes that are good for my body and for others as well, like me, just starting out. I joined Beachbody as I'm proof that these exercises for Beachbody work. I lost 35 pounds with bar blend and 2B mindset and then maintained my weight and over the summer with a back injury that my husky unfortunately helped aggravate. He likes to pull and I hadn't been on him for training. So now I am. He doesn't pull anymore and we got it all worked out. But Beachbody has over 700 workouts and they do work. And there was even movement exercises for me with an injury online that I could still do to make sure I still had movement going on while I received chiropractic and massage therapy treatment. There's been a shift this year in Beachbody's programming that I've noticed. And now they involve the mind, body, and spirit. Much like Bar Blend, Transform 20, and now Nine Week Control Freak, you'll find something for your mind, body, and spirit in these exercises. If you want more information on how to become a Beachbody coach, please email me at tara at plusfitnesswithtara.com. I found a couple of articles I wanted to share with you because I feel that everyone is now cognizant, aware of the holiday season and the second wave for us in Nova Scotia and what to do about it. Um, and definitely these messages are ones that I think we need to hear. So that's why I'm sharing them. This one's from Global News called Coronavirus Holidays Christmas. The holiday season can be stressful enough as it is. It doesn't help that the world is still in the grips of a viral pandemic. But that's why Canadians need to pay special attention to their mental health this season, according to Canada's doctor, Teresa Tan. Feelings of stress are common during the holidays and I understand that these emotions may be amplified by the COVID-19 pandemic, she said in a statement on Sunday. I encourage you to take care of your mental health and wellness, including reaching out to a supportive friend or family member to talk about how you are feeling and to seek out available resources. She's not wrong. 
Before the winter crept up, experts had long warned about the potential impacts of darker, colder days stuck inside, likely without the usual socialization many are accustomed to. TAM and public health experts alike have urged Canadians to adhere to public health guidelines this holiday season and avoid all non-essential travel to help curb rising cases of the novel coronavirus. She emphasized Sunday the importance of upkeeping these measures, but acknowledged that it's not an easy thing. With COVID-19 cases resurging across much of the country and infection rates high across all age groups, Tam said now is the time to stay grounded and not lose our footing. The safest way to celebrate the holidays is with the members of your immediate household and to avoid non-essential travel, she reiterated. For some, that might mean a smaller holiday season than usual. For others, it might also mean a lonelier one, which experts say is a real concern. To combat the stress and beat the potential for seasonal boredom, experts agree planning ahead is a key. How can you, though, beat the boredom? So here's one idea. When it comes to the holidays, James Dankert, a cognitive neuroscience professor at the University of Waterloo, said people might treat being unable to go home as a stressful loss, which would lead to an uptick in boredom. You're focusing on how that feels, which is painful, uncomfortable, unpleasant. However, he said there are several ways to combat this. A big part of overcoming boredom is choosing to make the best out of a bad situation, he said. Choose some actions, behaviors, some things to do over the holiday season that you wouldn't normally do, and then focus on that as a positive. According to Dankert, boredom occurs in situations where people feel constrained, either where we have to do things we'd rather not, or we're prevented from doing things that we would like to do. When we're bored, we want something meaningful to do something purposeful to do, but we don't want anything that's currently in front of us, he said, adding that they're typically accompanied by feelings of restlessness or loneliness. Dankert said remaining calm, taking a deep breath, and doing some reflection is often the key to pulling oneself away from those negative feelings. He advised people to ask themselves, why is this boring, and work to reframe the situation to make it less boring. My add to this article is that exercise, especially exercise at home, is a great way to beat boredom. As is also practicing meditation for 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes in the evening. Beachbody has a program called Unstress that can help for less than 20 minutes start to get you in the practice of meditation. And why not start now over the holidays to help beat the stress? I also recommend clients get outside their house and their yard for 15 to 30 minutes a day. No matter what the weather, suit on up if it's cold and snowing just to change their perspective. The fresh air will do you good. So, okay, so here's another article I found on Stress in the Holidays I'd like to share with you. It's called Check Your Health, Managing Holiday Stress During the COVID-19 Pandemic by Catherine Seifert from KUTV. Test the season for presents, baking, and stress. There are presents to buy. There are certain deadlines if you're mailing them out that you need time to get them out. There's pressure that we probably put on ourselves to get the perfect gift, says Denise Lash, PhD Director of Behavioral Therapy, Intermountain Healthcare Mental Health Integration. This year's holiday stress could look a little different because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The holidays are a great time for tradition and getting together. So people now have to think it's out. Is it worth the risk? Is it worth the risk for some family members who think we are healthy or not? Said Lash. People have a lot of decisions to make about what they are comfortable and not comfortable with doing this year. One way to manage your stress and mental health is to create a loose schedule. When we have open time and we're not necessarily doing so well, the mind tends to fixate on what might not be doing well or on our worries. You said Lash. She also suggested you can write a gratitude journal. Before going to bed each night for two weeks, you write down three things you are grateful for. Now, one of the key here is that you do want to, to be different from day to day if you can. 
I could write down every day that I'm grateful for my family, for my dog, etc. And while that it may be true, doing that for two out of three days for the 14 is not going to have as powerful of an outcome. It's much better if one day I say, I'm grateful my family is understanding. I'm grateful my friend sent me a text and we could connect. I'm grateful if I got a good night to sleep. And then the next day, it is a different set of things, said Lash. Make sure you are maintaining a healthy lifestyle and are going outside regularly. Also, avoid social media if possible. If they notice themselves doing a lot of social comparison on social media, my recommendation is to give yourself a holiday gift and get off it for a day or two to help see how you feel, said Lash. Social isolation can have a huge effect on mental and physical health. It is important to stay connected to friends and loved ones. That can be a simple phone call, shoveling snow for a neighbor, or sending flowers to a friend. This holiday season, if you can't be with your family because of the coronavirus, create new traditions. I've talked to many grandparents who are sad about not having regular time with their grandkids that used to have and love. One way to help that is to let children uh, get together and work on, on creating mail for them. So if you're a grandparent, your children, because, sorry, if I got this messed up. So if you're a grandparent, you could send regular mail or just once in a while notes. You could color picture of a Christmas tree or menorah and send that in the mail to the grandparents. It'll make their day. You could also read a book, a holiday book, or your favorite book to your grandchildren over Zoom, or send it over Marco Polo. You can keep some traditions live that way. Remember to look at the big picture and know that this is only one holiday season. Even traditions can handle having a year off. This is one holiday season out of a lifetime. If you have an average lifespan of 70 years or so, perhaps having one that is not with all the traditions is not such a big deal in the grand scheme of everything. I think keeping the big picture of that will be helpful, said Lash. This is a time of flexibility and tolerance. Just remember, you have the choice to see how to spend the holidays with your family or in your house alone. If you're by yourself this holiday season, as I am, perhaps read a book or indulge in the PS4 game you meant to get into. Take the time to cook your suppers and food, but reach out to friends via video conferencing, FaceTime, Facebook to let them know how you are. Take the day to do positive things to help balance out any sadness you may feel this year. Hang in there. We're all doing the best we can with what we've got. There is hope. There is a vaccine. We are in this together. This too shall pass. Thanks for listening to my podcast today. Yours in health. I'm Tara McDonald. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network. This is the EWN Podcast Network.